0: So you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said in which we go into the basement. So... Couple things. One, it is the very, very last chance to register for mullet, which happens in Paris in March. And you should totally look at that. brandcampblogcom slash mullet. Also, if you would like to work with me one-on-one, there are two spots left for March happening right now. Um, So you lock it in now. We start working together in March for dominatrixing. And that is in the sidebar at brandcampblog.com. And that's all I've got going on right now. Now let's hit it with some Conmar stuff, okay? So i got to be honest, I have scoffed that book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, every single time I pass it on shelves or in tables or in the bookstore. Okay, I've picked it up, and I've gone, oh, yeah, so you get rid of stuff. Why is this hard? Step one, get rid of stuff. Step two, that's it. Uh, and then I put it back down. So in my mind, like KonMari is something I have nailed, failing to take into consideration, of course, that I'm afraid of my basement. It's where I put all the stuff that doesn't live in my happy little clutter-free upstairs existence. I avoid going down there so I can tell myself I've got my clutter handled. I get a southern accent when I get uppity handled, and I have no need for any of the new methods in the sparking joy department. Right? So some of that stuff is actually important. Like, I'm not going to get rid of my Christmas ornaments or my suitcases in order to free up space because I'm going to need both of those at some point in the near future, and Paris is coming up. Likewise, I'm still going to need rock salt and weed killer and a beach bag and the assorted stuff that ends up in the basement at some point. The useful objects aren't the reason I fear the basement. I fear the unknown other stuff, and you can hear the air quotes there, other stuff, that has piled up over the years. Sentimental objects that no longer work. So I've tried to get rid of my high school clarinet before but couldn't Excuse me, even though it's been completely ruined by the basement damp. There was a flood It was not good uh, for more than five years. So completely broken and yet sentimentally like uh, Need like a hoarder. So I finally got rid of that The unnamed clutter so the oh, I'll just go through that later again Can you hear the air quotes papers that yielded cell phone bills from 2006? Birthday planning leftovers from 2011, empty worksheets that never got to be filled with goals, empty folders, artsy images that I've printed but I no longer want, extra vases from Doey's wedding planning circa 2012 and from Dawn's wedding planning, which was in the same year. There were a lot of weddings. Um, I got rid of those. The papers I was sure I would need. Like I kept my wedding planning receipts in a folder because apparently you can just return weddings from when they came. And I was just wondering if I could get a refund. I got rid of those too. (laughs) Like, So I've shuffled the papers around down there for years only to find that there was nothing worth keeping upon further examination. Boxes and bags of papers all gone within a few hours. Clutter cleared. KonMari level superbly amazing. A++. I should get a sticker. All that clutter clearing in my real life got me to thinking about my business basement. I've recently made some sweeping internal changes to my business that I've promised I wouldn't talk about until next January 2017. Dear God, why did I promise myself that? So I'm actively doing the same sweeping and cleaning at a business basement level, asking what is lying around down there in the basement that I no longer find interesting or worthwhile. What is the business equivalent of a 2006 T-Mobile bill that's already been paid? Which is to say, what do I keep shuffling around that doesn't mean a damn thing to me anymore? And much like my physical downstairs, my business basement turned up a shit ton of stuff I don't use, don't care about, and I didn't particularly want to keep any longer. I found that my business basement contained five main offenders, which I'm ranking from least to most dangerous. So number five is the least dangerous, number one is the most dangerous. I'm guessing your basement is similar. Also, my business basement is mostly virtual, so it's even more cluttered than an actual physical basement full of spider webs, because I can just upload all that shit to Dropbox and forget about it, right? These basement entities can kind of hang around the edges of our psyches and our businesses and our hard drives, and they're doing damage for years. It's only when we take the time to examine them that we realize they're not only useless, but they're actively triggering mayhem in really subtle ways. Let me get specific before it just sounds like I'm on some sort of a witch hunt here. Business basement offender, offender number five is paid programming. So I come from a childhood in which I grew up in a trailer, and you saved the again air quotes expensive lotion with a retail value of four ninety nine for company, and you use the stuff from the dollar store for yourself. So deleting paid programs is not easy. It triggers anxiety for me. But when they're gone, there's this deep sigh of relief, like after you complete an intense workout and you're taking a shower and those first drops of water hit your shoulders, like,
0: oh,
1: it's so good. So I deleted programs I've completed and no longer use or once enjoyed, but I've moved beyond. There's no need to keep it for later, even though at one point it cost $4.99 or two grand or $14.99 or, yeah, it doesn't matter, I don't need it anymore. No matter how much it costs, I don't need it anymore. I also deleted the, again, air quotes, someday programs that I was going to complete when I had more time or when I had uh, suddenly developed an interest in accounting, which is never. So someday equals never. I admitted that and my trash bin rejoiced. Business basement offender number four, I physically recycled some books. Like, I promise you I've been doing the planet a favor to just take them out of circulation entirely while donating others to the library and offering my favorites to friends and clients. I keep a rather small bookshelf in my house, and once it's full, the books have to be voted off my personal island or ordered from the library to be allowed into the house. Without this practice, you will probably see me on an episode of Hoarders in which I am unshowered and weeping on the corner and screaming about how I'm really gonna read the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe and Stephen King and Shakespeare and Jane Austen starting tomorrow, damn it. And my relatives will be shaking their heads on the sidewalks and talking about how I've always had a serious book problem. Business basement offender number three, free shit. Sure, I will download your modula coloring book and your sex guide and your full moon ritual tips and your dance video and your tips and tricks and free shit, hooray, it's the best, until it isn't. Until you realize that unless you would pay for a free thing, you probably shouldn't download it at all. Free shit is often designed to simply sell something, if not multiple somethings, and it's the internet equivalent of business junk food. Truth be told, my business doesn't need more Twinkies, more corn chips, or more energy drinks like free webinars, free reports, free guides, free infographics, free secrets, free tips, free tricks, or the very worst, free books that are actually like just 20-page shitty little word docs and reports. Come on, people! My business needs lentils and kale, quinoa, and warm, nourishing broth. That shit doesn't come for free, I've found, and those people who offer the best and most delicious business food are the ones I'm happy to pay for their work. That's why Go Your Own Way, which is totally free, just scroll down at the bottom of brandcampblog.com, is not a piece of shit that I put together in 10 minutes. It's something that I've worked really hard on and paid to have designed and delivered to you and I love it with all my heart and it's a true, free, wonderful thing that I'm more than happy to charge you for if you want a print copy and grab it on Amazon. Business basement offender number two, gurus, leaders and aspiring empire builders. So people who have justified in my head with the saying that they still have good information or that they've inspired me over the years but they now feel off, bad, wrong, confusing, and or annoying got the boot. It actually physically hurt me to unsubscribe from a few peeps that I've grown to love over the years, but honoring the parts of me that now say nope when these people talk is an act of love for myself and for my business. And if I'm one of those people to you, like if you just shake your head and hope that I'm going to go back to being like a sensible, blonde-haired, not-swearing, bullet-pointed, tell-you-what-to-do-in-what-order person, it's okay to let go. It's okay to unfollow. It's okay to unsubscribe. It's okay to move on. There are too many amazing, wonderful, lovely people you can play with to spend even one more minute listening to someone who irritates you, rubs you the wrong way, or feels off in ways you can't exactly explain. Even if those people are smart, or if they seem to have it all figured out. Even if they're making millions, they clearly have all their shit together, or they promise they can help you make your first six or seven or eight figures in the next six years or weeks or days or minutes, whatever the case may be. If they don't make your heart light up and say yes, they are not going to help you in the long term. Promise. Further, I quit the Facebook groups, both paid and free, that I joined over the years, but that I no longer actually checked. So the communities, and I use that in very strong air quoting here, um, that are a little more than factories of loud noise. Um, they're constantly popping up with notifications. They're constantly marked with that little 20 plus that means there's shit going on in that group. Uh, but I, they couldn't hold my interest long enough to pop over and see what was going on, so I quit them. They were taking up energy, I quit. Over and over and over, I quit. Yes, these quote unquote communities often were a paid bonus, um, and they could maybe possibly be beneficial someday, but I decided that wasn't worth the daily energetic drain it takes to get to the maybe possibly helpful day at some point in the future. Because right now, in this moment, the communities weren't helping, so I gave them up. That was way more difficult than giving up the programs or deleting the freebies or getting rid of the books because in theory, people were involved. Uh, but the ones that I'm friends with, I'm already friends with and the rest are just no longer in my sphere of sphere of Facebookian influence. The truth is that particular thing happened about four months ago and I haven't missed those communities ever since. I hope you can feel the air quotes in the pause there, communities, um, I just haven't missed them. So that will feel odd, that will feel big to you, but I encourage you to give it a try because the amount of free that you feel on the other side is really, really good. And then business basement offender number one, old beliefs. So these are the equivalent of those random piles of paper you've accumulated over the last decade. The mental clutter you move from house to house and room to room, never opening the boxes to make sure you still need what's inside. At the bottom of my basement, I found a bunch of beliefs that are no longer true, or that never were true, but that I just kept trying to make true. They went something like this. I want to be in charge of a team. I have to be in charge of a team to make a decent living. I have to offer a scalable program to keep paying my bills. I can't get people to come to live workshops. I have to sell my products and services using bullet points and pain points. I have to wait until I hit X income before I can practice Radical generosity. I can't keep doing what I'm doing, coaching and listening and offering practical, intuitive advice while helping peeps make sweeping yet simple business changes until I found the perfect name for it. The truth is the name for that is dominatrixing. Tough shit if it's not the perfect name. I have to have an editorial calendar for the next six months to be legit. I have to have a detailed business plan for the next three to five years to get where I'm going. Dude, none of that shit is true. I'm on a freaking business adventure and I'm open to what comes my way. I've made major, 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 but I can't tell you yet steps toward radical generosity in the past few weeks. I prefer selling from a place of, hey, let's get together and see what happens when you learn this new stuff I teach, not from a place of, does it hurt when I talk about this? Let me just press on this pain point harder and harder until you give me money. That's not my style. I've created editorial calendars for each and every six-month stint that I've been in business for the last seven years, like a good business girl should, but I've never stuck to one for more than three weeks. So I can so make the plan and then sticking to it, I inevitably publish twice a week, as I say I will, but it's never exactly what I thought would be interesting six months ago. My business is an adventure, and I like it that way. Until you do the hard hard work of opening up each and every envelope and laughing at what's inside a lot Like finding a receipt for imitation sea glass purchased from Michael's arts and crafts in 2005 These beliefs hold unspeakable power over you. They dull your sense of what's possible They carry a great deal of shame with them as well as dreams that you were sure would come true that you're not willing to let go of They're incredibly difficult to release into the wilds from which they came because they used to mean something and it's hard to admit they no longer carry that same meaning. The work of releasing them, of noticing what you used to believe and then holding it to the light to see if it's still true is difficult but worth it. The beliefs are no longer valuable so they're free to go. It's okay to trash, delete, recycle, release, or eliminate the programs, books, products, people and beliefs that aren't relevant to who you are right now. Doesn't mean you're not grateful for them. Doesn't mean they don't matter. Doesn't mean they don't fit. Doesn't mean they're terrible or bad or wrong. Just means it's okay to let them go and to move beyond them. Likewise, the art of noticing who bugs the shit out of you, rubs you the wrong way, or who relentlessly emails you free shit that seems aimed at taking your dollars, but that in no way resonates with the core of your being, is also difficult, but worth it. When you've finished, you can look around your business basement and say, I need everything that's here. And make no mistake, that shit will spark joy. I've learned from everything I've decided to keep, and I've recycled, deleted, donated, or gifted the rest. That's the hard work that ushers in a new day, a new way of looking at things, and a whole new era in your business. You don't have to listen to the cluttered voices or conflicting advice. You don't have to accept gifts just because they're free, or carry no obligation to join, or because you can cancel at any time. Likewise, you don't have to do business the way everyone else appears to be doing it. I dare you to do the hard work of finding the ways in which you'd like to connect with your peeps, the ways in which you can sell that feel good, as well as the ways that feel absolutely horrific. You'll inevitably find one when searching for the other. I dare you to do the hard work of connecting with and helping your clients in ways that feel light, ethical, and joyful for you. I repeat, light, ethical, and joyful for you not for that millionaire or that guru or those billionaires or as recommended by Tim Ferriss or Fortune magazine. For you. If you're all, yeah, but where do I start? Go your own way. Free yourself from business as usual. Is yours free when you join the Fuck Yeah Club? I suggest starting there. You just hop on to brandcampblog.com, scroll all the way to the bottom. It's free, and I don't want you to download it just because it's free. Has this taught you nothing? Um, But if it's interesting to you to learn how to market and sell and talk about your products and services in ways that are every bit as lighthearted as they are effective, without being sleazy or weird or bullet pointy, get yourself over there and get it. If you want to go through your business basement together, thus freeing yourself from the programs, books, freebies, gurus, and beliefs that are currently holding you captive or that are currently in your business basement and you want to do that in person, get yourself to mullet. We will do the hard work of sorting through your hoarder's level business basement stuff in March, in Paris, in person. Um, that is the last day to register is Friday. So today is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You have 72 hours, okay? That's brandcampblog.com mullet. And if you're just desperate to work with me, but you do not want to fly to Paris to do so because babies or time limits or bad dates or whatever, um, that is uh, the dominatrixing, which is in the sidebar at brightcampblog.com. And again, three spots that start in March, so we'll work together in March and April. Cool? May you clean your business basement all the way to the smooth and shining concrete, and may you usher in a whole new way of making a living when you start anew. This particular piece took me hours and hours and hours, both to do the activities and then to write about it and refine it and add in all the pieces. And so I would love to hear um, what this has triggered, what this has sparked, which questions this has uh, caused, um, any details that you feel are missing, um, any of that stuff. Like when I say it's okay to talk to me or please talk to me, I'm not fucking making that up, dude. Talk to me. You can do that at brandcamponline at gmail.com or just fill out the brand the contact form at brandcampblog.com, and let me know let me know what's up. Let me know what Con uh, Murray for your business looks like, um, and I I will solemnly vow to not make fun of the life changing magic of tidying up ever again, even though that's really hard for me. Okay, see you next week. I love you so much. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye.